it's Alice Arnold here. Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. This week's podcast is centred around the production of Evita at Regent's Park Theatre. We're going to be speaking to Samantha Pauly, who plays Ava, Trent Saunders, who plays Che, and Hector Rivera, who plays Juan Perón. I'm talking to Samantha Pauly, who is playing Ava Perón in Evita at Regent's Park. Um... So you were part of this UK exchange scheme. Yes. You come from Chicago, where there is, I know, an incredible theatre scene in Chicago. It's a massive thing, and I don't know how many people... If everyone is aware of that, because I think maybe they think it's New York and LA, but I I know Chicago is a a massive hub. It really is. Um, It's really fantastic. The theatre community is significantly smaller than it is in New York, which is part of the reason that I moved there um, instead of going to New York because it's a lot more um, Midwestern, from, where? Where uh, from Iowa, okay, which is pretty much right next to Illinois. Um, and I that's where I grew up. It's very Midwestern. For anyone that doesn't know what that means, everyone is very nice, very welcoming, <laughs> The stakes are low, no matter what, <laughs> no matter what it is, um, and you kind of you get that feel from the Chicago theater community. Everyone is everybody knows everybody. Um, you always seem to be in a in an audition room with all of your friends. Um, I've worked at there's kind of we have three major music theater houses um, in the Chicago area, and I kind of bounce around between those three. One of them I've done was uh, the second time I did Evita um, there was at the Marriott Theater in Chicago. And I've done, I think, maybe nine or ten shows there. Um, so it really is, uh, the community is small enough that I consider those places home, you know, because everyone is just like a, a big family. It's really nice. You just talked about the second time you did Evita. Yes. In Chicago. So is this the third time? This is the fourth time. Fourth. Um, okay. The, the first time I did it, I played the mistress, and this this is my third time playing Ava. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wild. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a bit different. Yeah. Uh, it's, this production, as we've, we've been talking about with, um, with your co-stars, um, directed by Jamie Lloyd. Mm-hmm. One of the things I think everybody thinks about Vita is that when she sings Don't Cry For Me Argentina, she will be in a big white dress mm-hmm. and a blonde wig yep. and be standing on the balcony yep. of the Casa Rosada. That is not using it in a pair of plimsolls and a slip. Yep. Um, <laughs> was, that, was that disappointing for you? Um, or do you... No, no, not at all. Um at some point in the show, you you do get the big white dress and you get the blonde wig. So anyone that hasn't seen it, away. never never fear. You will see it, just not when you think you will see it. Um, but no, it wasn't it wasn't disappointing. Part of the reason that I that I wanted to do this was um, during my I I didn't fly here for any auditions. I did um, a couple tapings and then like a video um, callback with Jamie and. One of the things he asked me, because he kind of described to me what his concept was for the show. He said it was going to be completely different, um, which made me really excited. And that was one of the reasons that I wanted to do it. Um, he asked me, you know, would you want to would you want to do the show again and come to London and, and do it? And I said, well, I've never been to London and I've 
done the show pretty much the same way every time. It's, you know, people come to see Evita expecting to see that, the the big white dress when they, when they want to see it and a lot of grand costumes and, um, and I don't think that those are things that the show necessarily needs. Um, and I think that that's what makes it really exciting. It's really stripped down. And one thing that I really enjoy is that I've, I feel like she's a, a human that people can identify with in this particular production. I think any other time you see her, she's just like, I mean, she's a queen. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I think when people see the show, they're like, oh, my God, Ava Perone, like iconic, whatever. And in this, I really try and bring a lot of humanity to her so that people can see that she is you just bring a person. A, you you know? bring a cheekiness to her. Yeah. Which I don't think I've ever seen before. You're, you're winking and you're, was it good night and thank you? Or which is the one where you... In, in our version of good night and thank you, I have all of the guys and I walk on their backs. On their backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one. But yeah. Yeah. But you certainly bring a, a cheekiness, uh, a knowing smiliness yeah. to Yeah. I mean, she was, and... Ava Perone was a boss. She she knew what she was doing. Um, it, she was incredibly powerful, but um, I think another thing we've done with this production is really kind of um, emphasize it, like the humor in the show. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it is, the show is funny. There's a lot of really funny moments. Uh, Tim Rice wrote some really, really funny and witty lyrics that I think a lot of times... Uh, kind of get glossed over because the music is hard. And um, so, yeah, I think we've we've really kind of pinpointed all of that. And also the youth, I think, because I think often Evita, because of the sing, is cast a slightly older yeah. person. And, and, and you have the most phenomenal voice. You carry Thank that you. part with, with effortlessly. Thank you. you. Carry that part. Thank it you. Is, it is beautiful. You have no break in your voice. You just, it's just My God. extraordinary. Oh, girl. Thank you, you so much. Well, <laughs> I noticed. It was amazing. Um, but you're young and you look young and, and she was. And I think that's a lovely element to bring through. Yeah. You can I mean, carry that part while still being the youth that she was. Yeah. Knows. When she was at, I mean, at at the height of everything, her Casa Rosada moment in the in the white dress, she was Che says it in the show in High Flying Adored. She was only twenty six years old. Yeah. She died when she was thirty two or thirty three. I mean I'm and that's I'm in that room between twenty six and, and mm-hmm. thirty. I'm that's right where I sit and I I think that's an another reason that I have kind of had an easier time connecting to the show because it it was just over so quickly for her. And I think a lot of people don't realize how young she was. And it's, it's really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, they've added You Must Love Me. Yes. In this version. Was that in, that's from the film. Mm-hmm. Um, was that in the shows when you did it before on stage? Uh, Is that in, a common in, thing to add now? In two of them, yeah. I think that there's there's a version of the the script now that that includes it as an option if people want to have it in the show if they don't want to um but the last two times i've done it they have they've mm-hmm. kept it in it's that people love that song well it was a huge hit after, yeah later yeah from the, from the film yeah um 
on press night here, I had a, there was a really funny moment. It was like late in the evening, I almost probably 1 a.m. And this tiny little older woman approached me and she was talking to me and she was like, oh, I just, I love the way you sang that song. I normally don't, I, you know, it's normally not my favorite, but you did a great job. And I was like, oh, thank you. It's nice to meet you. And then she started talking about how she did the casting for the film. Just like super casual, threw it out there. And I was like, (laughs) okay, great. And then she like disappeared into the trees. It was, (laughs) she just like appeared out of nowhere and then was gone. And I was like, yay, she liked it. (laughs) Um, Before you came here, you were in Six. Yeah. The musical, which which is another British musical. Yeah. Uh, How did Six, which is about the uh, wives of Henry VIII, Mm Uh, how did that go down? That was in Chicago? Yes, yeah. I did the premiere in Chicago. And is that still running in Chicago? Um, It closed on August 4th. Um, They let me out early to come here and do this. They are in Boston now. I think they have their first audience tomorrow in Boston. Um, But when I'm done here, I'm going to join them again when we go to uh, Edmonton in Canada. Oh, fun. So, yeah. so you're all planned out because yep. nobody else I've spoken to knows what they're doing when they finish this production, but you yeah. do. But you've never been to London before. I haven't, no. And, well, you're doing your eight shows a week, so I imagine you haven't really had much chance to explore. No, no. Um, I've I've tried to do a little bit of exploring. My, my husband was just here. He left on Monday, but he was here for two weeks. And once we're open, I have the whole day free until I have to come here at night, so... While he was here, we were trying to do a bunch of touristy things. I did go um, to the Tower of London, which was really great because I wanted to see all of the Henry VIII stuff. And of course, um, so we did that, and then we went out to Hampton Court Palace too to do a oh, tour that's there. Cracker. So you've done the Henry VIII. Yes, I've done the Henry VIII stuff. Yes, stuff um, we did do like a a big bus tour one Sunday when I had the whole day because there's. There's a lot of stuff that I want to see, but I don't necessarily need to spend 30 pounds to go inside. I would just a bus like is a I would great just like, way to yeah, do it. Yeah, it, so I got to see a lot of Buckingham all the Palace cool, yeah. Parliament. Yeah, that's it. Take. Yeah, saw it. Jobs are good. And Done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what have you missed about Chicago, though, while you've been here? Um, I miss I miss all of my friends. I miss my family, but my uh, my parents and my sister will be here next Wednesday or Thursday. I think they get in. Um, I miss my house. I miss my dog a lot. <gasps> oh, what dog have you got? I have a greyhound. Oh, do you? I do. Oh. I love him. Um, so I miss him. I, but I mean, I've. It's funny because I've just been so busy here. I honestly really haven't had a chance to be homesick yet, which is. Kind That's of good. Nice. I shouldn't make you think about it. No, but I, but I, I, I figured that I would that I would feel that way a lot sooner. But I just I love coming here every day. Everybody has been so welcoming, so it's it's easy to come here and just have a blast with all my new London friends. Good. <laughs> Had you performed outside before? With no, the, with the weather. Elements? No, I never We've have. Talked to the others about the weather. Yeah, um, it's. It's been a mixed summer for here, I yeah. would say. If you'd done this last year, you would have been melting. Yeah, that's we what... Because basically had a heat wave That's what everybody months. had told me. Um, for six, we had the whole the whole team from here come over to set the show in Chicago. So before I came here, I was asking them, what do I need to pack? What's it going to be like? And they were like, well, last year it was really hot, so we don't know. Um, but it's it's been great. Like I said, I've never done 
outdoor theater before. Um, there's a lot of really nice moments, you know, on, in a moment of silence when the wind kind of blows through the trees and, um, it's really beautiful at night when the sun starts to set. Um, but I will say that stage, those stairs absorb whatever temperature it is outside. So if it's cooler at night, the stairs get really cold. So having to sit on the stairs, I'm just trying not to... In your little slip. Yes. yes. I'm trying not to shiver. And on days when it's hot, the stairs get really hot. So you have to sit on the stairs and it's like sitting on a car seat when it's been sitting in the sun. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> um, but it's great. It's I, Like you said, it's it's unpredictable. But so far, it's been... It's been really lovely. And I think what's lovely about Regent's Park is that although it's outside, and, and often when people perform outside, I think they feel they've got to be bigger and louder and mm-hmm. to get to, but that's not the case at the park. It's incredibly intimate outdoor space. It really is. Yeah, before I, before I came here, I guess I didn't, I didn't really know what to expect. I had kind of, I had tried to look up pictures online, but um, the first day that I came here, it, I was really surprised at kind of how not closed off but it's just a nice little I think because the seats are so raked up yeah and so and with this set that you're on a flight of steps that's raked up the other way so it's almost like you're in the bottom of a bowl yeah when you're yeah truly when you're in it um but it is it's it's really nice and intimate the sound they've done a a fantastic job the sound is really phenomenal so I like you said I I think I was kind of worried about maybe pushing because you can't hear yourself there's nothing to yeah. absorb the sound and bounce it back to you but it's it's been great i love it well well it does sound fantastic good, good. um you sound fantastic thank you thank um, you thank you so much good luck going thank back you to so chicago and being in six thank you and come back soon i my hope so i would love to come back thank you thank you trent saunders hi yes yes <laughs> I have seen Evita quite a few times. Okay. In fact, I was in it for a year. When original production. Yeah. So long ago, you were not even born. However, I've never seen a production where Che basically strips off and gets covered in blue paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's unique. So, um, it is unique. <laughs> um, and I have to say, I was a little worried for you because I was worried that you'd get cold. Because mm-hmm. the night I saw it, it was quite cold. In fact, it poured with rain at the curtain call. Yeah. Just... We finished just in time. Yeah. Do you get cold? Uh, it is. It is certainly the the common the common theme at the end of the show. Everyone asks me. Um, mm. I, I. It is definitely chilly. I would say. Um, but I. I think the journey of the character and kind of the the demise of sorts. It. It kind of is just an element that adds to the quality of of the performance for me personally. You know. Um, usually, I'm not. I'm, I'm not really thinking about it. It's it's more like just one of the many things that I'm feeling at, mm-hmm. the, at that time. <laughs> um, <is> obviously, <laughs> it's you know. So so there's so much else to focus on, and and at that point in time, I think the show is so focused. You know, there's very little light. There are three people on stage, um, and it's very simple. And so I think for me, a lot of the journey is is uh, my focus is elsewhere. My focus is on this very specific and visceral journey that our, the brilliant Sam Polly is going on. Um, and so I can't really take my eyes off her. Um, the discomfort kind of adds to the 
to the journey because I go through this like love experience, but I also like hate everything that I'm feeling, you know, that was because of her or, or, you know. So uh, what is the, what is the theory behind the demise of Che in this? Because that's not, no, no, that's its own unique, uh, uh, telling in, in this version. Um, I, I can tell you what I kind of interpreted it as, uh, Jamie Lloyd, I'm sure, would tell you something different. Sam might tell you something different, but I think that's the beauty of of the shows. We're all making our specific choices. That is our truth, um, and I hopefully it reads. Um, but um, for me, it's kind of this journey of uh, embodying the torture and the suffering of all of the opposition, um, of all of the people uh, who disappeared under the Prone's rule. Um, so you. It's sort of like a Christ-like. Yeah. It did have that feeling. It does. It, does it has about that kind it of very element. much, like yeah. you know, that that you were a Christ-like figure. Mm-hmm. So you interpret it as taking on the pain and suffering. Yeah, and and people. in in my in my mind, it's kind of the it, it's 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 I'm being tarred and feathered, mm. you know. Um, so it's it's a visceral, painful experience um, for my character. Um, and he knows it's coming, you know, because this is the recurring kind of nightmare, both of Ava and of Che. The whole time is, is you know, he ultimately in being this all-knowing kind of force that's flowing in and out of the story and commenting, um, it is the demise that's coming. And and that kind of makes it Jesus-like in, in a sort of way, too. You know, it's the like, he, he knows it's coming, and thus he still, he still makes the sacrifice um, to demonstrate, to make the point, and to uh, hopefully get through, you know? And I think that that's the beauty of the production is you, you get to experience the nuance. You get to experience the, the, the evil, but you also get to experience the, the good, and that, I think, is the humanity in it. You know, mm. it's 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 more complicated than that. She wasn't just one thing. She was so many. Mm. And of course, the the relationship between Che and Evita is always open to interpretation because it didn't exist. Absolutely. But, you know, so that's that's the the conceit that yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice put in the show. Totally. I guess to, I guess to have a narrator. Yeah. And they thought, well, we'll make the narrator you know, yeah, Che Guevara. Yeah. Um, but you can interpret then that relationship between him and and you talked about a love for for Ava yeah there's and, this... and I think that comes across actually a yeah kind of a love for the young beautiful girl that was charismatic you know mm-hmm. um and and did good you know I think that that's the the, the like the frustration, you know, that's Did the good constant. before it went wrong. Exactly. It's mm. the like, you had the chance, you had this position, you came from this place that is understood and, and you rose and you had this opportunity and you, you claimed that this is what you were doing, but there were all of these other things that you're just ignoring, that you're talking like, mm. you know, and even to this day, they're revered. Their, their Peronism is, is still actively a, a party in Argentina and this is a thing that has survived and and but um how incredible the the duality of it you know and you see it in society today populism is is rampant in our world and confusing to a lot of people who who you know hate they're like there's hate on both sides um but i think that's 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 kind of what's going on 
Which is why it's interesting to do that production now, I guess, yeah. in a time where well, it's, it's your Trump's, country and it's Trump's our country musical. have yeah. <laughs> populist uh, <laughs> leaders. Uh, talking of where you come from, yeah. which is and clearly not London, um, you're, it's an, it was an exchange, wasn't it, with the three leads of this production, I think, yeah. an equity exchange yeah. that you were able to come over here and do the part, and presumably some English people will go to Broadway or mm-hmm. whatever and, and, and do musical theatre. So how did that come about for you? Um, well, so Jamie Lloyd did an international search, um, and and it's funny because I was cast in New York City, Sam was cast in Chicago, and Hector was cast in L.A. So you, you really, like, got your full basis of, of American um, performers. Um, I actually, uh, my my... My family has a history with the producers of Regent's Park because my brother, Heath, um, was in the Chicago transfer of the Jesus Christ Superstar production. And he played Jesus, which is small world, right? Um, it, it, was, it was totally an experience. I, I remember being in his dressing room after his show and looking at his shower that was covered in paint and confetti. And I was like... My brother is the only person who, who I think theatrically understands what it's like to be covered in paint <laughs> and covered in confetti and what cleaning it up after a show looks like. Um, but yeah, so so my brother was uh, called in for, for the role as well. So he and I were, were oh, no. both called in. So yeah. you were up against each other for the same part? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Which is maybe the, the third time in our careers that that's happened, which is surprising because we're both... We're similarly built. We we we're similar in very many ways. We have a lot of the same mannerisms. Um, um, yeah, Tim, our artistic director here, is, was 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 commenting on watching me and being like, "There are moments and beats that you are landing that are the exact same as your brother," um, which makes sense. We we are twenty months apart. We're roommates in New York. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he's my best friend. Gosh, that's oh, that's sweet, but that's some competition mm-hmm. though, isn't yes. it? You could do, you could split the part and do. Well, we always we always <laughs> joked about about uh, trying to do. I was tr- in callbacks for Jesus Christ Superstar at the time, and and we we've always joked about doing Jesus Judas um, mm-hmm. together because obviously that would be that would be fun and and I don't know, press would love. The brothers. Well, someone should make that happen. Yeah, right. Now, you've been in Evita before. I have, But yeah. I guess not in a production like this. No, no, not at all. I mean, our, our production at, at Bay Street, um, which was in uh, Sag Harbor, New York, um, I did last summer. Um, it was unique in a lot of ways, but but nothing, nothing like, like this. This is surprising and visceral and and different and strange you know and and weird at times you might be a little bit confused but um but i think there's so much humanity that is there because the show is conceptual it was it was a concept album and it, and it kind of jumps around and and you know i feel like most productions kind of stick to it as as literal as reality you know you walk through ava's life it is chronological and um but then you have this character who who like steps in and out of the story and she's like jumping through periods and time in her life um and and so i think it it's really an interesting take to kind of like break it all down um and you know she has this fever dream at the end and I think Jamie was Jamie Lloyd was like, well, what if the whole thing is a fever dream? Then at the end, when the montage happens, it's just a repeat of everything that you've just witnessed, and 
And what could be clearer? Then it all makes makes sense. If it's that point of death, it's that mm-hmm. point at the end. Um, you can rewind, go through it, play it one more time, and actually watch her change in that one moment. You know, um, and I think that that's just a, an incredibly beautiful thing. And of course, the music remains a constant. <gasps> yeah. So you knew it all before. Yes. You did. Luckily, you a lot of you. words. <laughs> yeah, the words. Yeah, yeah. Because it is a big part. It is. I mean, it is it, a lot. It, it is a, a lot yeah. of the show. And it's and it's a lot of it's a lot of story. It's a lot of you know. There's Tim Rice's words are so incredibly um, precise, um, and you know there are moments of just incredible beauty and poetry in them. Um, and I feel like a lot of times you get lost in Andrew Lloyd Webber's incredible score. You get lost in this sweeping, epic music. Um, and uh, Elaine Page came and saw the show and, and she said, which I think is the highest praise, that she understood every word, mm-hmm. um, which is the best thing, I think, for me that you can tell me as my Che is that you heard the words that I said. Um, oh, absolutely. And you do have a... a- I think a beautiful stillness about you because I've mm. seen chays that get a bit screechy and a bit, and and you play it with a sort of authority and calm mm. and stillness, which I thought was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, because um, the just... the writing the writing does the work. You know, they they wrote this epic score and they wrote these incredible, poignant, clear words. If you listen to them and the case is made and and this this juxtaposition between these two perceptions um about one life um are are just interesting enough on their own well maybe maybe it's made a little bit more interesting by paint and 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 crazy (laughs) incredible balloons Incredible choreography by Fabian Alves. Yeah, which I mean, is I, fantastic. Oh, my goodness. When I saw the set and I thought, okay, we've got a lot of steps yeah. here, basically. Yeah. Wide steps, but nevertheless steps. So I was a bit disappointed because I thought, <laughs> well, there's not going to be any dancing on that. Yeah. How wrong could I be? Yeah, truly. I mean, I, I've. it's interesting because what a risky set you're right there's and there's then it such started an incredible... to drizzle and i thought no that's going yeah. to get slippery now yeah, now we're really in trouble yeah and and there are moments that you know we have rain versions of of everything but but oh, do you yeah there are there are, we, we have our big dance numbers and and also we've we've stopped the show a couple of times to to wipe the stage right before you know buenos aires and and uh-huh. um but we have a, a version of money that is, you know, the dance break that is rain version. Um, and so there's actually, a, yeah, so it's safer. There's um, not as much movement. You know, the lifts, they're not running with the girls like they do in the, in the show. And, and um, yeah, so so we have kind of, and, and, and as we run. And somebody say just before, rain version. Yeah, there is, there is. There are two people who, who come on and, and actually whisper to everyone because um, there's the, the changing that's happening right before that I'm not going to give too much away, but 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 there's a moment for everyone to kind of be past the information um, that we're doing. Just rain as version. well, what if someone didn't get it? Well, I think they that, did a different dance. I think that you can tell when because <laughs> all it takes is the tiniest bit of drizzle, and and we and we go straight into it um, because obviously there's steps. We're on a giant set of stairs, and and it's important. But the thing that comes with that is I feel like it's like a blank canvas. And the formations that you see are clear, um, and you can get these images that you couldn't get, 
you can't get on a proscenium stage. I mean, maybe if you're in the, the balcony and you're looking down, you can see the formation work that's going on. But, but there's just incredible images mm-hmm. that are going on um, constantly throughout the show. It's a series of pictures that are just incredible. And then you have this profound stillness. And I think that that was kind of, Jamie and I worked really hard on, on how still I could be, you know, because I let the ensemble run rampant and what an energy they are you know i just kind of get to feed off of them so that i can stand there and i can say these words to you you know and Mm -hmm. i can really um he talks about it as as um the essence and and i i kind of it's like film work you know i don't have to do much Mm -hmm. and you're just you're there with me hopefully yeah no absolutely (laughs) we were we were um had you been to London before? I had, actually. Oh, yeah. I, I came here, um, beginning of my career, I was I was St. Jimmy in um, American Idiot. Um, and we we took, um, um, with Stephen Gabriel, actually, he's a co-producer on the Barbican, Jesus Christ Superstar, Talk About Small Worlds. Um, so I've seen him around, but the last time I saw him was when we were in London years ago, and I had a blonde mohawk, and I was also doing a rock musical, um, screaming a lot. Uh, um, but yeah, we, we came and we did a 10-week tour of the UK, and we went to Dublin as well. Um, but that was seven or eight years ago. Um, so what an incredible thing to get to, get to not only to come back again and, and perform in such a magical space in such an incredible city. I really do love it here. Mm. London is an incredible uh, town. Well, I think to come over and perform at Regent's Park, more oh than gosh. anything, actually, I mean, I love it. I just yeah. love the outdoor. The, it's, the, it's, it's a it's one ma- of a it kind. Is magical, yeah, it is. it's magical. It's, yeah, it's the way the light changes mm-hmm. and the atmosphere in the audience mm-hmm. for everyone who's come, because it's not your. It, they're proper theatre goers, I think, yeah. who come to Regent's Park. Well, and there's history, it's, you know. Um, the yeah. number of people that are that are that that talk about, like, that they've been here since it they, began. Yeah. You know, and they've come to every season of Regent's Park. How incredible. Uh, to, to So there's there's history, you know, much... It's one of the things I love about London, too, is just the mm-hmm. the depth of history in, in everything. But but specifically here, it's it's beautiful. And there is magic. There's magic in having this unique character that is the weather and that is the environment and the world, you know? And, and I think it, it creates the magic moments. You get to have it rain as Ava is dying. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Yeah. <laughs> but only you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Good, good luck. Come, come see Evita, and you'll, we'll see if we can make it rain for you at the right times and not anywhere else. <laughs> and you go back after this, back to New York. I do indeed. To remake with your brother. And yeah, well, actually, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got plans for when you go back, or is it just, we'll see what comes next? Uh, we'll see what comes next. Yeah, I with their, my my managers are, and I have had a couple conversations. There have been some things that have that have been close that we're we're working on, but but nothing is is set in stone right now. So I just get to go take a break, which I haven't had because I've been in Aladdin for six years before. Six before years. Yeah, I was an original cast member after American Idiot. I I was an original cast member in Aladdin, and I did over two thousand performances of Aladdin on Broadway. Oh, in to... the ensemble, yeah, okay. living my ensemble <laughs> dreams. So this has been 
it's like a what a whopper, what a way to to leave you know my 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 Broadway debut and and. I'm grateful. It's really just the, the long short of it. Well, no more back to the ensemble for you because well, now, now it's. You know, no, I, I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not certain that that's going to happen anymore. No, <laughs> I think not. Um, Trent, thank you of course. so much for coming in and talking to Happy us. Happy to. Um, enjoy the rest of the run. It's a beautiful sunny day today, so no rain for Ava's death tonight. Yeah, I no. I not think, for the I next week or so. It. Actually, yeah, Good I think it's, we're going to have we're going to have some some warm shows, which yeah. will be a. A new experience, too. You won't get so cold and we won't be so worried about <laughs> That's you. That's true. That's good. I'm glad about that. <laughs> Trent, thank you thank so much. Thank you. Uh, Hector Rivera, who yes. is playing Juan Perón in Evita. Yes. Um, Punk. It's a nice place to be, especially on a day like today, where it, it is beautifully oh, sunny. Oh, it's incredible. It's, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yes. Yeah, the first time that I came here to, to rehearse, Charles, and, and it was a magical place mm. to, to have like a theater... Uh, in the woods and everything, in the you know, surrounded by trees. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. Now you're playing Peron, and I have to say, I have never, <laughs> never seen such a good-looking young oh, Peron. Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> to the listener who can't see this, oh, Hector, look Hector up on the website. Um, so even much. I am completely yes. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but usually Peron is played by an older man. I, yeah. Is it normally, but not in this production? Absolutely. I, I really didn't know why they wanted me to cast me as Peron at first because of the age and everything. And uh, and, and I was having an idea of, of Peronism and, and Juan Peron like one or two months before I, I started this, this show, you know, seeing documentaries, reading a lot, uh, know the story behind this this guy. But when I came here, Jamie Lloyd, the director, told me, oh, forget about the real Peron. We're not, that's why you're not looking like him. We're doing like a contemporary um, idea of, of what, what he, he means in the, in the politics and, and basically the contemporary side of what is happening and the extremes of the sides of, of, the, of the political uh, guy that can be extreme, the darkest part of a politician and the brightest and charming start of the politician. So he told me that's why you don't look like him because we're doing a new Evita basically and, and so... That's why then I go, okay, now it, it makes sense. And, and yeah, so I'm happy. And how did they get hold of you? Because you, you, you're in America, based in America now, originally yes. from Puerto Rico. Yes. So how did this come about that you ended up in Regents Park? Well, I'm born and raised in Puerto Rico. I moved to like six years ago to America, to Los Angeles. Uh, I was doing musical theater in, in Puerto Rico, and then I started to do things in, in L.A., then I moved to New York to do On Your Feet, a, a, another show about the Estefans. And then uh, my agency gave me the, this audition from LA. So I did a self-tape. I sent it, and then they called back me to go to New York. So I, I, I did the call back in New York with Jamie Lloyd. And, and then I get picked by, by him for, for Juan Domingo Perón. It was a really nice surprise. Just first of all, to, to hear his, his accent and, and to, to know that it, w- it will be a possibility to, to be performing in the other side of the world for the first time. So it was, I was really, really excited. So, you, I mean, you've never been to London before? You've never. never. Been, had you been to England before? No. Never. First no. time. First time. So this is a whole new adventure. And, uh, and talking with the cast, they told me that this place, uh, open theater, is a really beautiful place to be and a magical place to perform. So I'm really lucky to be here for the first time and performing here. 
Now, we talked. You talked about coming from Puerto Rico before you went to Los Angeles, but and you made your name through a show called. I don't, I'm not going to say this right. Caviva the Chosen. Caviva the Chosen. Yes. Is that said it right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Right. Um, and what? What? We we're not familiar with that. In okay. England. So what is Caviva the Chosen? Caviva the Chosen was a docu series that uh, they were picking for a show in Las Vegas. Basically, Jennifer Lopez, uh, Mark Anthony, and Jamie King was picking up uh, artists from different uh, uh, expressions, from dancing, uh, even people with fire, uh, singers, actors, and everything, to put a big show related to Latino America, all that side. So it was presented in Las Vegas, in El Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, and they was, the, the, the process of the audition was all uh, recorded and presented on, on Fox and on Univision at the same time simultaneously. It was in the, in the in two markets at the same time. So I, I, I was picked as a, one of the singers. And yeah, it was blessing to, to work with Mark Anthony, one of my favorite singers, and Jennifer Lopez, who we admire as a Puerto Rican too. So, so it was really pretty nice uh, show to explore all the sides, musical sides of Latino America, Brazil, Venezuela, Argentina. And, and be part of it. It was really nice. And was that your sort of break into into the into America then? Yeah, that I think that was the the the, the decision that I made because I ten years ago I was like okay I have to go to America. I've been doing like I don't know twelve musicals in Puerto Rico, theater and television and everything, and I, I just want to make the step. So this particular step, it was like the the one who bring me my manager. And then after that, an agent. So when I have all the team complete, then I say, okay, let's let's do this. Let's move to Los Angeles. Let's see what's happened. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it came like Broadway. So it yeah, was I was going to say, so you moved to Los Angeles, then you get a job on Broadway. So you've got to yeah, yeah. relocate. <laughs> I relocate to Los Angeles. I, I never work in LA. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's an interesting part. So it's, it's nice because it's a globalized world. So, so listeners who are telling, oh, I should move to this or this place. You know, we're in a globalized now that you can audition from every part of the world and and, and work in, in London. Yep, <laughs> so yeah. so it's a re really interesting uh, thing that we are living. So yes, yeah, so I moved over there, and the first year that I was in LA, in LA, I get the audition for 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 New York to the, the to on your feet. So I did the same process. I, I went to New York. I made my my, my audition, and it, they told me, okay, are you ready to move to for a year to to New York? And I said, yes, of course, let's do it. It's the first time that I was like doing uh, Broadway and, and with a lead character, it was really a blessing that I still, uh, you know, looking at the sky and, and, and be very thankful because it was an amazing experience. And of course that show, uh, On Your Feet, came here yeah. um, at, at the Coliseum, which, and we saw that, um, and you were saying that, you played Emilio as yeah. the fan, and you were saying that his story sort of related to, to yours in some way, that he moved in order for his career and yeah. for his music and... Basically, when I, uh, as an actor, I try to take personal things too, so I can relate and be more truthful in, in the story. So definitely, Emilio Stefan, when he came to the, the U.S., it was the first time he believed in himself. He had struggled with the accent, and, and, and I was basically the same. He's Caribbean, and, and, and looking forward to a world that is new for him. So in my case, as born and raised in Puerto Rico, to come to America to work in the theater as, a, as an important exposure as, as Broadway, it was really, it was a really American dream come true. So definitely I have that. And the interesting part is that I, 20 years ago, I, I, I sent Emilio Estefan when he was the president of Sony Music, like a cassette, like a really cheap 
cassette that I, I did, like a musical. It was, was a song, but it was really bad. But I just sent him a Polaroid picture with a, with, in the garden of my mom's house. So it was, mm-hmm. I, I was so naive. So I sent him and a note to tell, oh, Emilio, please listen to me. I, I, I want to be in your company as a singer and everything. So obviously nobody answered me. And I was, <laughs> yeah, so and, and, then, and then he told me that I don't even get that card. And I, I, of course not. It was so bad, the song, it was so bad. But, uh, but 20 years later, it was so fantastic to see Emilio Stefan in front. And not only that he can hear me, but the fact that I'm performing his life in a place like Broadway every single night, it was fantastic. So yeah, people, sometimes we have to wait 20 years or sometimes we have to wait yeah. less or, or more, but the, the dreams always come true. 20 years and you, 20 it years. all came back <laughs> yeah. to you. Now I've got to talk to you about, you have other strings to your bow, as we say. Um, you're an artist, a very accomplished artist. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. I've, I've seen your pictures on the website. And folks, um, you should listen. You should uh, look it up. Uh, ec- the website. What's the website the called? The website Hector- is Hector Rivera Art. Yes, Hector Rivera Art. And yeah. I've looked at some of your pieces. They're absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you've, you. Th- you've done some lovely work on glass, which and on acrylic, yeah. which just looks. I might commission you for a piece for our house. It looks honestly, it's, it's <laughs> absolutely you. stunning, beautiful colours. And and how do you decide what to focus on? Because you've got the musical career, yeah, and you've got the art. Both are hugely successful. Oh, thank Does you. Does something have to give? I mean, how do you prioritise? I I, just, I I don't know. I I think in I just can't live without the other. And I think everything inspire. Another, as I t- told you, I, I'm really a, a spiritual, and I just believe that everything is connected. So this opportunity as an actor will definitely give me something to do an exhibition, and I just can't stop creating things. And in this career, you know that we have like silence periods of time. Mm-hmm. You know, for can be months. So I can't wait until another project of acting comes. So I just okay, if we are not doing anything right now, let's create art and let's mount an exhibition. And then after the exhibition, then I have another project. So to, I don't know, keep motivating myself, uh, uh, but everything related to art. So I'm, I'm really happy to do it. And we have only one life, so I'm just trying to get- You're living it to the full, that's for sure. Absolutely. Um, and so you go back to LA after this. Are you, your, is your wife here in, in London with you? No, she's not? working in LA. She's a meteorologist and right. she works. It's interesting because when I moved to LA, she was in Puerto Rico. So then I say, well, if you want, you can come to LA. And then she get the job in, in LA. She moves. So what, I think one month after she get the job and we're finally together. And then I get called to New York. So we are like working this distance. It's, it's really interesting how the, the unpredictable can be the, the career. But she's now in, in Los Angeles. She will come in the, at the end. She, she came to the previews, and she will come at the end of the, of the show to, to explore a little bit more mm-hmm. about England, England in, and, and, I don't know, certain places that we, we want to go. But you're going back to L.A. after yeah. this run is over. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll come, I will go back. And if you could choose a part that you would love to play in musical theatre that you haven't played yet... Hmm... I, I think I, first of all, I think I, I need still to see a lot of, of, of musicals and a lot of plays to, to answer that question. I, I would like to do something from Lin-Manuel Miranda, I don't know, probably in the Heights or, 
or Hamilton or, or something, because uh, first of all, I admire here as a, admire him as a, as a Puerto Rican, and I would love to be part of, of, this, of the history of, of his, but I definitely need to see more shows to, to be able. Uh, one of the, the, the things that I really loved it was to play Emilio in On Your Feet. It's, it's a really mm. nice... Oh, it's a great part. It's a great mm. part to, 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 because it's, it's related to what I am, so I'm lucky. So every single show, I don't, I, I don't say, I, I think, and this one, you know, to play Juan Domingo Perón is, is not basically for Evita. It's because of everything that's surrounded. You know, to work with, with, uh, with the choreographer, with Fabian and Alan, the musical, and Jamie Lloyd, and in the park and in London. Every single, I'm so curious. Like I'm a kid, so every single experience I say, "Oh, this is the best. This is the best. This is the best that I will, will ever get." So I'm just enjoying every single part, every single bit of of of, of, the, of this wonderful career. And also, it's such a different production that coming in to play Peron. I mean, a lot of people say, "Oh, well, we we know what that is," but not in this production. Oh Everything God. is so different from yeah. the traditional production of Evita that you know it turns everything upside down on its head. Really, doesn't it? Incredible! Is 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 you have to trust. You know, at the first you were Jamie. You're sure? Are you sure we, we can do? But. But this is the, but, but how can, you know, but I don't feel like that. No, erase everything, just trust and put it together. And, and why we will do Evita as a hundred times that they did, did Evita in the past. Let's do something different. And people will decide if they like it or not. But we will, we have to trust. And, and with the base of truth, do it what we are exploring. So why just blind it? I just trust in the process. And it's incredible how the audience react because it's like an unpredictable thing and, and they don't know what to think and they, they love it and they come back again and and Tim Rice and Elaine Page came yesterday and Oh did she? Yeah and the, the reaction was oh, this is really is the most different show that I ever seen mm-hmm. about Evita. So why the, the eyes of Elaine was like I love this but I don't know how to where to put it. So it was so that reaction is art. Mm. So I think I'm in a piece of a painting, moving painting, and I love that it's this uh, different from yeah. other productions. And I love, because everyone's familiar with the music, and it's the same music, but in a completely different context of yeah. staging. So everyone, oh, oh, I've never seen that I'm like yeah. that before. But that one, that's how I love this, because they, they're respecting the music, and we have like 18 members in the band, so the music is powerful. Oh, it sounds they fantastic. Don't, it sounds incredible, they didn't touch that, so. It's so nice to have the powerful music, but then visually and then the stage that we have on steps, dancing and, and, and you know, uh, the costume, the, everything is like so well put. And, and I'm really proud to be part of this production. Well, you should be. Um, you're beautiful in it, Hector. Thank you, thank you. so much for coming in oh, and talking to Oh, thank you very much for us. having me. I have a great time. Thank you. That was Samantha Pauly as Ava, Trent Saunders as Che, and Hector Rivera, who plays Juan Peron, all in the cast of Evita, running at the Regent's Park Open Air Theatre this summer. <laughs>